Johnson and I am with Nimsy Insights and I am coming to you today with another live pop-up event and these events are not announced we just go live when we have something interesting to talk about usually that means we have someone interesting to talk to and today I have two Two for the price of one. Two very interesting people to talk to, Virginia Minhondo and Angelica Perez. And I apologize for my pronunciation, as usual. But they come to us from um, Delser Translations and representing another company that I actually want to talk more about today instead of Delser Translations, which is Pampa. And Pampa is an uh, essentially an outsourced staffing project management agency. I, I'm, I'm going to butcher it myself if I try to describe it, so I'm going to let these two ladies describe it. But please give, give a warm welcome to Angelica and um, Virginia, who are brave enough to come on this live stream with me. Ladies, why don't you take a second to introduce yourself and tell people who you are, uh, about your company that you represent, what you do. But um hi, hi everyone from Argentina. Uh, my name is Angelica Perez. I'm partner to Virginia Minondo in Luxor and then in this new company that we started a couple of years ago, Pampa, Pampa Talents. Um and we are here to explain what we do, what we are what, what we've been doing for the last 18 years and we, what we are doing now in the last two years with this new endeavor. And Hi, everybody. Thank you very much, uh, Tapper and Nimsy, for having us over and for thinking that we are actually uh, interesting to talk to. <laughs> We're going to try our very best to make this uh, next hour very interesting for everybody here. Uh, again, like Angelica said, we're partners. We've been uh, partners in business or in crime for the past 18 years and still right. counting, so we're very happy to be here with you today. Yeah, you guys, you guys are partners in crime. I, I... I appreciate that. I, I can relate to that because I feel the same way with my business partner, who, of course, I know through you. And I, I don't know um, you guys as well as my business partner does, Renato, because you guys have been friends forever. But um, if, if your relationship is anything like the relationship I have with Renato, it's complicated. So kudos, <laughs> kudos for lasting 18 years, you said? Years and we started as colleagues working in the same company and friends going out, going to clubs, you know, having fun. Going, yeah. So yeah, and then we decided it was time for you know getting a real job and started working hard and you know bringing up kids and everything. So we became partners, and uh, it was 18 years ago. And since then, but you know what, we work a lot, but every now and then we have some fun. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> The rest is history. Well, we can talk about fun all day, but today I want to talk about stuff that um, actually might be of interest to, to folks. That, well, fun is always of interest, but I want to talk about project management. I want to talk about outsourcing project management, and I want to talk about what uh, Pampa is doing down there. And I have some visibility into it myself because Nimsy uses your surfaces over at Pampa. And we have an excellent, excellent, excellent resource. Am I allowed to talk say who it is? I don't know. I won't. I'll just say we have a resource. Did I seriously just call a team member a resource? I apologize. We have an excellent team member, um, very bright colleague over at Multilingual Media, who is um, who, who you guys brought to us. And let me just to set the scene a little bit. Let me talk about 
the struggle that we've had with finding good talent at NIMSI. And for those of you that know the NIMSI team, uh, we have, I work with some of the most amazing people on the face of the planet, and I, it, I'm super blessed in that way. But when we try to scale, when we try to, um, when we need to grow, and we've been growing for the last three years, it's always a challenge to find more team members that fit our culture, that um, have the right skills and have the right attitude, so to speak. And interviewing job or interviewing, um, posting job descriptions, um, reviewing CVs. It's I don't have time for it. I just don't have time for it. And I see it as that's kind of where you guys come in, um, that or and companies like you, because you were able to basically take our need that we had, which is we need people with this skill set and here's our budget and here's our requirements and everything and make that a reality. Um, that's kind of what you do. So how do you do it? <laughs> how do we do it? That's magic. <laughs> that's magic. It's a, well, how long yeah. does it take up? Let's say I come to you today and I say, I need, um, and do you, do you focus just on project management or are you also staffing other roles as well? What roles do you staff? No, we're staffing other roles as well. But for the translation industry, for the localization industry, more precisely, yes. or you know, business related to the localization industry, we don't go to other industries. Okay. But within this niche, we feel, you know, as many positions as, as requested and the most varied and weird ones, you know. Yeah. Um, from, from administrative, which is a very basic uh, uh, requirement, to operations managers. So, yes. Account managers, PMs. Finance, um, you know, QA. yeah. Now we have a we have a, another weird request. I would say that is you know like not the regular ones. That is um, people to write petitions for the court. People to write additions. Write petitions for the court. You know. To people to, to write petitions petition. for the court. Wow. It's kind of which more, more which court? Yeah, with the court, sorry. No, uh, it's so, kind of a more admin uh, task, and uh, but it's not really with it. But they need someone that speaks, you know, uh, very good English with very good English skills, written right, skills, skills especially. And um, they came to us, so um, why not? Yeah, so, so going back to the question of how long does it take to ramp up, let me get back to the questions here. Um, so someone comes to you, let's say I come to you and I, I need someone for a, a very specialized niche, but language adjacent, localization adjacent task. Let's say I need data entry. Let's need a, say I need a salesperson. Um, let's say I need a project manager. How long is that going to take? How long is that going to take for, for me to find but someone? It, Walk it, me through the process. What's that? It depends on, on how much we know the client. Sometimes you have to dig a lot to find the information you need for a good search. Uh, but if, if it is a client that you're working already with and, and you know what they're looking for, you know, you know what they expect or the way they work and you know, you know who to talk to to get the information, it, it goes faster. And if it is a new client or a new position that we sometimes we don't get to understand exactly what they look, what they're looking for, it may take more time. Mm. Um, but it's about a month. It can okay. be shorter. Okay. It, can be, it can take a little bit more, but it's about a month. So sometimes, sometimes our clients they don't know exactly what they're looking for. No. So that's what that's what Angelica said that you know, if it's a new client or a new a new division within our client, 
sometimes they don't know exactly what they're looking for. You know, they, they know they want a project manager. Okay, what kind of project manager? What what is this project manager supposed to, you know, what are gonna be the expectations for this uh, job position? So sometimes the client doesn't exactly know. So you have to guide them uh, to, to find out exactly and you have to dig to find out what yeah. is it that they need. So that, might take, that might take a little bit longer. Yeah. But we, all in all, it's a month, month and a half. In general terms, we interview the client, you know, it's a live call and then we ask a lot of questions. And sometimes they keep thinking. I say, okay, take your time. You don't need to answer now. Think about exactly what you're looking for in these terms, and then you get back to me and give me this info so we can do a you know a very accurate search. Um, for the search, we work with the HR people. It's not us. Um, we are direct in the company and uh, I'm more on sales and closing uh, contracts with clients. But for the real searches, we have specialized people doing it. It's really hard, you know, and you need to know because. You may see a CV and you may find in a CV the, the information you're looking for exactly in terms of skills, you know, job skills. Mm. But then when it comes to mm. um, type of personality, mm. um, if they are leaders, if they are good for teamwork, you know, those kind of things, you need to understand and be able to read up between lines exactly or being able to talk to people and, and, and discover, you know, that info in, in a conversation. And the same goes for, you know, we are in this, in this time of centennials and sometimes millennials, centennials, sometimes they don't know what they do, what they want, they, they want a job, but then in two months time, they change their minds and they decided to travel the world and, you know, uh, for example, to hire someone and to train someone that. and then have right. So we need to understand also their 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 objectives their you know what their aims in in life and what they're looking for this particular job and what they they um submitted their cvs so this is it's, it's a it's a hard it's the hardest part is is done by people who are trained to do this well yeah that's just it let me tell you as a hiring manager myself that is like i think it's beautiful but i also think it's really irritating that um uh, younger age doesn't have anything yeah, age has everything to do with it um, younger people today have different expectations from a job than I did when I was getting into the industry and I don't understand it I'm just a cranky old man shaking my fist at all those crazy kids because like, I don't understand like why 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 do you expect so much from a job like why do you expect expect personal fulfillment and you know adding meaning to your life and foosball tables and all of this stuff right and it's, you know, but I, on the other hand, good for them. Good for them that they're changing the way that society of views. Course, whatever, of course, right? And we need to adapt. Yes. You know? Yes. This is our workforce. So we need to adapt to their, to their expectations, to their ideals, to everything. So as to make them fit in a particular, you know, organization. Um we are seeing like uh, today, like a, we had also to change our minds and understand what they're looking for and understanding that, for example, um, the most expected benefit is not money, it's time. So they want, you know, flexibility with time shifts, uh, with work shifts, um, uh, more free days, more PTO, and, you know, regular companies with their usual, um, schedules and way of working, sometimes they don't allow for, you know, for, yeah. for this particular benefit. So we have to fight for it so as to, you know, find the right resources. For example, 
95% of the people that we hire, they are uh, willing to waive their hour for lunch. You know, they, I don't want to have lunch. I just want to work, uh, you know, a shorter shift. Well, it's, Instead of working nine hours. That was, you know, that was something that, why, why would you waive your hour, your free hour for lunch? And they say, I don't care, you know, I'll have more free time for me after work or before. Yeah, I want to leave earlier. And, and it supports intermittent fasting. Have you heard of this? <laughs> I, I saw a meme the other day that says, thank you. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I saw this meme the other day that says, thank you. I'm so impressed with millennials because millennials have ta taken skipping breakfast and rebranded it as intermittent fasting. And <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's so true. But let's go back to the, you know, the topics that I created five minutes before we did this today. Um, why, why outsource such, such a role? What's in it for, the, for your clients? Tell me, let's talk about your clients. Why are they coming to you and why are they outsourcing this? I know why I do it, but why are your, why are your other clients do it? What are the main challenges you help, headaches that you help cure for them? Well, why not? Why not outsourcing? They are already outsourcing their translations and most of our services to companies like the Sur, which is one of our, the other companies that yeah. we own. So why wouldn't they outsource uh, project management or quality assurance or, uh, I don't know, a finance uh, job or sales. administrative or yeah. sales or account, account management? management. Yeah. Why not? Now, after the pandemic, they understood that they don't, they don't need to have the teams sitting in their offices. You know, mm. after the pandemic, they understood that they can have people working from everywhere, you know, one mile away or 10,000 miles away, that still they will, you know, perform well. So, um, yeah, I think that the pandemic somehow uh encourage those companies that never outsourced before to do it because there is not much difference and here we, you'll say yeah but they are outsourcing someone that is remote but i'm, I'm sure you will think but pampa or the store has the um the know-how or the knowledge of their of their business no it's not that way because we don't do that we find someone for you that will work permanently for you mm -hmm. under your structure, accessing your systems, not through our computers. They will have their own computer. That's why we always recommend buying the technology for the people that are working for you remote. Um, and we only do the HR part. We hire them, um, check that they are okay, uh, help them if they, if they have any issues like uh, computer broken, not internet connection at home, you know, those kind of things. They can come to our office if they need to, but we don't know what they are doing in their computers. We have no right. idea what's going on in your company when we have someone working for you. So for in other words, we don't in other words, we don't intervene in everything that is operations related to our clients. Right. Mm -hmm. We only do the HR. If we are requested to Sometimes they come to us and say, well, I need to find someone, but once we find the candidate, the right fit, we just finish our contract, you know? Right. It's just recruitment, acting or recruitment, and that's what we do. That's all. Or we can have someone, you know, as we do with, with Anto for you, with someone working, working for Matilingo, we have this person hired for you, and we hire them, but 
that's all we do. We don't know what the what auntie's doing, you know, when the when she works for you. Yeah, so so we can't say her name. Awesome. Hi Anto. Hi Antonella. <laughs> if if you're watching Hi, this, because I know we you watch them. all of our live streams. Anto is great. She is she is awesome. So so you guys can just do the placement, but you can also do the the um, essentially taking care of just all of the headaches of hiring someone in Argentina. So if you're looking to have an offshore team, and this is something that I you know I go around. We do consulting with ops consulting with different companies. And one of the things I it always surprises me is the number of LSPs out there that still don't have offshore team members. Like they're still like here in the U.S. Just talking, just for example, here in the U.S., there's companies here that still have everybody sitting in the U.S. Like in a high cost location like Seattle, where a junior PM is looking at seventy thousand dollars a year to to eat and sleep under a roof, and why? Like why? Why are why? they doing that? That's how we that was your why. question. That was your answer earlier. Right, like right, why not? Right. right. Why not? Why not? And why? I think the second question, the question that follows, is why Argentina? Yeah. Why? So and not talk to me about that. Yeah, why Argentina? And not any, anywhere else. And uh, why Argentina? Well, Argentina has a certain benefits um, as opposed to other countries, I guess. Um, the economy that allows us to. Um, Outsource uh, people at very fair prices. I wouldn't say cheap. Cheap's a word that I don't like, but I would say fair prices. It's fair. It's competitive. It's, it's competitive, right? Yeah, it's, a, it's not a matter of cheap. It's a matter of no, 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 I don't no. like it. Um, reasonable. And then the location, we are kind of in between between Europe and the United States. So, from, I mean, as opposed to China or, or India, we are very well located in terms of time zone. And then the amount of resources that you know we have here, um, you know, in in Argentina the uh, universities for free. There are also private universities that you can pay, but you know, in general terms, the university is public, and you go for free. So there are tons of professionals graduating in Argentina because they have access to free education, and they have no work because the um, the yeah the unemployment rate in Argentina is very high. So even for professionals. So pe um, people are looking for jobs. People are looking for jobs. They're looking for jobs desperately, I would say. Yeah, yeah if you've ever been to Argentina, yes. They're not just looking for jobs, but once they have a job, they're very happy to keep it. Oh. So that, that guarantees a good retention rate. Okay, Anto, I'm paying you too much. We need to talk about this. <laughs> I'm, no. sure she, I'm sure she's not. I'm sure she has better things to do with her time. I'm so what she's getting. <laughs> yeah. um, let's. So, why Argentina? We talked about that, and we, we kind of talked about some of like the the barriers to. Um, you know, I, one of my questions I want to ask you is, what about the institu institutional knowledge retention? Essentially, saying like, well, I don't want my secrets being sent to another company but we've already addressed that it's, they're on their own computer yes. you just you just take care of the bullshit right all the fun stuff you leave exactly. for your clients <laughs> exactly right. we deal with the crap yeah we deal with the government we deal with taxes we you know pay the salaries and uh banks hr banks, hr and then know, at, at, the end, at the end of the month, you send me, for example, well, you send my, is it Kristen? You send Kristen an invoice and bam, pay the invoice and yeah, well, in, that's it. In the case of Anto or some employers are working you know, regular eight hours, that's very simple. But then 
when it comes to uh, people working by the hour, you know, like uh, working night shifts, you know, weekends, there are different rates for different uh, shifts or different hours that they enter in a, in a, in a, in a, in an extra sheet every day. It can be a little bit more complicated. And then you have sales commission or bonuses, yeah. and, you know, for salespeople or account managers, and that has to be approved and controlled and monitored. So, yeah. That's me. That's, that's, <laughs> right. that, that's your headache to deal with. I'm the one dealing with the bullshit here. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm starting that's to understand. I'm starting to understand which one of you is the Renato and which one of you is the Tucker. <laughs> I'm starting to understand. And if you don't get that reference, oh, then I'm happy. If I'm happy for you, if you're watching and you don't get that reference, I'm very happy for you. <laughs> um, this, what are the success metrics? So you have, you have, you've placed someone. They're they're working along. Um, how often do you check back in with the clients, or do you even need to? Is it kind of no news is good news? Are you reporting on anything? Have people asked you for that? How do you how do you say um, this was a successful engagement with this client? Um, yeah, how do you measure that? Well, in my case, I'm in sales, no? So I think that a, that a contract was successful when the client comes back and say, I, I want another one. That's my personal, that, you know, feeling that everything goes well. Renato. Yep. <laughs> Renato. Renato. Yeah. When they say, I'm super happy, this person is amazing, and I would like to hire someone new for another position, same position, whatever, you know, but they are happy with the Argentinian talent. Uh, that that to me uh, to me that's uh, that's everything. Yeah. Uh, but well, that's not a bullshit what? metric, though. That's not a bullshit metric. It's a good metric because all you can track dozens of KPIs, and they mean nothing if your clients aren't satisfied. If you're not solving their challenges. Right, and essentially, this is the way I look at. It. You guys aren't providing project management services. You're providing, you know, like, you're not competing with staffing companies. You're competing with migraine medication companies, right? Like, you're selling piece, like you, you're competing with uh, Tylenol because when I have a because when I have a headache, I take a Tylenol. Yeah, I can't mention brands, right? Like, you're essentially just reducing BS, reducing um, all of that stuff that I have to go, that's blocking me from growing my team in, in a quick way. Um, and project management is just the, the avenue that you use to do that. That's the way I look at it right there. Um, yeah, well, sometimes you may need other type of professionals, but in general terms, if, if you want to grow your, your, your company, yeah, you, start by, you start by adding PMs. Uh, maybe you need to sell more. In that case, you need to add Salespeople, or I can't remember. Mm -hmm. uh, but it depends. But in general terms, what we don't do is, or we haven't done yet. Warning, um, is adding. Spoiler alert! You know, <laughs> is adding like short terms, the short term contracts with you know with people for seasons or staffing for for a short season for a short term. We haven't done that yet mm, because yeah. we have our own PMs. And we can we could lend one of our PMs to a company, but they need to learn so much to get adapted to that company. You know, from systems, uh, tons of information, who to talk to in case of, um, you know, everything, uh, database of vendors, uh, everything. So there's so much they need to learn to be able to be a short-term solution that we we haven't you know we haven't thought of it yet. 
I, I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe I think the um, that in order to supply someone for a short time for a company, the company should have like a like a very like a training in process that should be like very quick and simple, and at the same time, a lot of procedures or you know certain methodologies very uh, clear, so the person can fit in. Like, yeah, it could be a plug and play very easily yeah. if you want someone who sees some. Uh, I mean, it's not impossible. It's, it's just we haven't we haven't yet figured out the way of of making sure that's going to be uh, good for the client. You know, we don't want to ruin our reputation just by supplying someone for just three months or four months, and then you know they they end up not being a solution, but more of a burden for our yeah. client. Yeah, yeah. There's not much you can do in in a few months. You know, and I, I pulled this up, and sorry, I didn't tell you I had this slide here. But it, it takes, so this is how long on average does it take to fully train new project managers? managers? Well, this well, is, related to that. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is a data set that's collected specifically from localization industry, right? And I don't think it's filtered mm -hmm. for LSPs or LSBs or anything, but just in general. And, you know, one out of four say under a month, to which I say how right like how are you no way. In under, yeah so i don't know how that is but more interesting to me is like if you think about it anything over a month if especially if you're if you need to ramp up yesterday like if you need to start selling if you're having cash flow issues then you should have started you should have hired that new salesperson six months ago not today right so if, if your project management team is overworked and stressed out and ready to quit then you should have started reading CVs three months ago, not today, because now it's going to take you a month to find them, and it's going to take you a month to six months to train them. And let's you, be real. You can leave the, the CV reading to us. We can do that for you. But anyways, after we get the right fit for you, you will have to train this person. Right. So um, in the specifics of your, of mm -hmm. your company, right, Which, communication type, you know, uh, type of clients. But, you know, there are different ways of, um, plugging a, a PM in a, in a structure and um, there are some that are more simple but it depends on how many employees or how many PMs you have in your in your in your structure um, the easiest way is a not client facing position you know someone you don't have to explain the communication system with clients and vendors someone that is kind of more back office stuff um and working gradually yeah and then assigning to this person repetitive tasks so you explain the task twice and the person will be ready to repeat this over and over again um but i'll tell you i actually like the fact that you don't um the, that you encourage the clients to train them yourselves because they need to be trained by the clients themselves and i've actually i've talked to i haven't worked with but i've talked to other like staffing, recruitment, placement companies, and they were always trying to like upsell, push on like this managed services, like don't worry, like we'll manage them. Uh, and it's like, I, I don't want that. I don't want that. If I want like a service, I go to like just some agency or something. I want a person, I want a name to congratulate when they succeed and a throat to choke when they fail, right? So. Exactly, I, I I totally agree with you. You know, uh, and and I think that's that's because we both take the bullshit in our companies. Good uh, Tucker. <laughs> and uh, I've I've been in operations on on the search translations uh, company for 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 a long time, and, and and actually we do train our own project managers 
and then and we do have a PM training school as well. Uh, so so we know how it what it takes, and uh, and you can you you can find a person that has all the operational knowledge, but then each company is like an individual, and that individual has a specific culture and has a specific objective. So I, I think that that eventually, if you don't have your that final client taking care of that project manager and making sure that it fits that organization, then, then it's, it's not going to last. Eventually, that, that relationship is not going to work out. It's, it's, it's like a marriage. It's a house built on sand. <laughs> It's like a marriage, exactly. right? Most marriages don't last as long as you guys' partnership has. <laughs> Let's just be real here. So that's yeah. why you need an agency to look for the right husband or, or, or uh, wife. You know? yes. So I want to take care of it. So you're, <laughs> so you're adjacent to the mail order bride industry, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's be careful. We're talking about outsourced project management, not human trafficking here, people. Not so let's keep it nice. Well, you mentioned something, also something that's very interesting, and we're coming up here and closing up on the 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 hour, and um, so I want to be respectful of your time. And I'm honestly, I have no idea if I have a meeting after this. But first of all, um, you mentioned you have a PM training program. I would love to talk more about that. Um, but not today. Would you guys be willing to be regular, regular, make regular appearances with me on this? All right. No so that means we have another date. That right? means we have another <laughs> second date. Second date. Okay. But that would be a lot that of fun. Means that the first one was successful. The first one was successful. Yes. Yes, indeed. So I, I would love to have you guys back. Um, anybody that has questions for Angelica and Virginia, um, where can they where can they reach out to you? Where can they because you don't have a website yet for this, correct? Or do you? No, we don't. No, we're working on it. I'm working on it. You're working Actually, on it. she wanted it in Flash issue. You know, no, Flash no, it in WordPress. I think it's the same Flash issue. I don't know why. She wanted it in WordPress, so we are having a, a hard time with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is that uh, all this outsourced project management uh, uh, idea, we first started out as a as a branch of those sort of translations, and then we realized that it would, you know, it was actually growing so much, and then the, we realized that we needed a totally separate um, a company to it. So that's why we decided on a new name. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, branches out of what branches out of those sort of translations, and on top of that, we thought that it would make more. It would be more transparent to clients uh, that that are also. Uh, in the localization and the translation industry to do to hire project managers for a company that is not their competitor or their supplier so i think i think it would be more more clear to our clients one thing is translation and the other thing is hiring a project manager very very good point. i want to just i'm just bringing up your website here because i want to show people yeah you guys need to check on our website on our uh translation website you will find that there is a there is the an services. area yeah the services there is an area devoted to recruitment awesome all oh, right you know what we have a we have a surprise for you come here this is one of ours this is our psychologist on we're in an interview and we're explaining what don't be shy you can see here. You can don't be shy hey she's one of she's one of the of the she's HR, yeah in charge of finding the right the right resources for a company this is well, well i'm sorry what was your name 
Ornella. Very nice to meet you. All right, I'll, I'll take I'll take you off the screen here. We'll we'll get you take the pressure off of you. You're a YouTube star now. Um, so here here's the website Delsor Translations. Go up to services and uh, check it all out. Um, contact information is available there. Ladies, any closing thoughts before we wrap it up here today? Uh, no, uh, not that I can think of. Uh, we really appreciate your time, Tucker, and uh, your interest in discussing this all with us. We're here for any questions uh, you or any uh, anybody from the audience may have. Uh, and we'll be happy to talk with you again about the School of Project Managers. Awesome. I am looking forward I'm to I'm sure that, that plenty of clients will come out of this conversation <laughs> coming to me and say, hey, Angelica, I need a solution for my company. But you know what? It's Friday afternoon here, so I'm off now oh, for some Malbec, for some cheese and ham, and you know, I'm yeah. talking with friends, and I have my sister coming to visit, so I will be back on Monday with all your uh, to answer all your requests. Awesome, let's do it again. Just I, I neglected you guys. I, I, we neglected our viewers. I apologize. Comments from you guys, Lucia, Roslyn, Arben, welcome. Thank you for joining the live stream today. Um, Lucia says you guys are both great, and I I can't agree more. Um, Rosalind, greeting from Hola, Hola, como esta? Um, um, from Puerto Rico. Um, Arben, we want to know more about the low PM training program. Don't worry, Arben. Hi, Rosalind. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be. Lucia, who's Lucia? Lucia, what? Lucia Thiago Stankovic. Oh, Lucia from Portugal. We love hey. her. <laughs> All right. Hi, everybody. It's a big party here. Don't worry, guys. We're going to be back to talk more about project management training because that, that is a great topic that we. Um, that I would like to cover here. Um, so join me, everybody. Thank you so much. Join me in um, thanking our guests today. Once again, my name is Tucker Johnson, and I represent Nimsy Insights. If you um, are not subscribed already, make sure to go ahead and like and subscribe to this. That's how you get notified of these pop-up events. We go live when we go live. Um, and if you're not signed up for notifications, you're not going to get them. If you have an idea, suggestion for a topic in the future, um, a guest, if you'd like to be a guest, uh, reach out to me. DM me on LinkedIn. And I'm always looking for interesting people who have interesting things to say and value to add to the industry. Once again, Nimsy Insights is a marketing research and consulting company that, um, oh, I need to, I've just been having you guys stare at each other for a while here. I'm, I'm talking to you guys. Once again, market research and consulting company, and we specialize in the language services industry, but really, we, we want to talk to anybody who has an interest in going global and doing it right the first time. So if that's you, reach out to me. If you need... Um, Hiring, staffing, recruitment, outsource needs, reach out to Angelica and Virginia. And with that, I think we're good to go, guys. Thank you again. I need Thank to work. I need to Bye -bye. work I need Bye -bye. to work on making my outros much quicker instead of just rambling on. So sorry for sitting That's through fine. that. Next time it'll Thank be you. shorter. Happy Friday. Thank you.